You're listening to the Video Marketing Podcast, helping you go a little more viral every day. Here's your host, Matt Johnston. Welcome to the Video Marketing Podcast. I am Matt Johnston and welcome to 2020, first podcast of 2020. Super excited about everything to come this year and to help you out more with all of your video goals and just generally getting massive reach across the internet for you, your brand, all these things. Today I have a very special podcast for you. This is a talk that I gave in October at the Digital Crush Conference. And this was really probably the most productive speaking engagement I've ever had. I had so many people talking to me afterwards saying they got value and so many people saying that they implemented, sending me videos and 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 uh, it really warmed my heart and uh, I, I do feel like we were able to to really help a lot of people here so I wanted to share it with you um, and it's called the secret social video method I use to get hundreds of millions of views on videos uh, we go over the he the hero system we go over the seed system we go over exactly how to structure social video scripts how to come up with ideas all of these things it was all packed in to this uh, this talk that I gave and uh, I'm just really excited to share it with you. Please let me know if you have any questions. Always shoot me an email uh, and subscribe if you get value from this sucker. Okay, let's just go right into it and uh, enjoy. How you doing? We're going to bring the energy up in this session because that was a lunch keynote. And it was really good, but I had potato chips while I was Things happen.
script and we moved it in, right? So I had a team of like 10 producers, so we finished this. Took 45 minutes and all of a sudden we had ourselves a video that uh, after five minutes it had, I don't even know, I don't remember, like 5,000 views. And after 20 minutes it had like 70,000 views. And after two hours it had like 3 million views. And I was like, what is happening? And uh, it turned into this. It had about 80 million views after a few weeks and then it sort of over time with reshares and everything, it got itself up to 135 million views. You can believe it though, right? I mean, right? Who thought it was a fraud? Until it said this is not a fraud. But then you were like, well, what is it then? Is it a draft? I don't understand. I have to keep watching. So, my promise to you is you will have a breakthrough today during this session if you advance are intimidated by the idea of making social video. How many of you are intimidated by the idea of making social video? Yep. Mm -hmm. You're worried that if you don't add social video to your skill set, you will miss out on a lot of opportunities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to create social video for yourself or your team super bad, but you have no idea where to start. That's a common one that I hear all the time. And I think there's another one. Yep. You will have a breakthrough during this session today. If you, I think that the last one says, uh, the last one says if you just feel that video is too technical and it's something that you have to have a very specific talent to be able to execute on, and since you don't have that talent, you weren't born as a video producer, you might as well give up and stick to blogs or just post memes on Instagram and see what happens. <laughs> so uh, just a little bit about me so you understand why you should listen to me in the first place. Um, so I, uh, I got my degree, I got a master's degree in journalism at Syracuse. I moved into TV news for a little while and I produced, uh, produced uh, local TV news in Vegas for a couple of years left, <laughs> moved on to digital. So that was when I started working at Business Insider. I was one of the first video producers at Business Insider. Super proud of that. We helped build something really cool. And now you all know Business Insider probably. They're not known more as Insider. Uh, they probably have hundreds of them. I think they have 100, 150 video producers now. There were only four when I was there. Um, so we helped really develop stuff there. Uh, then I moved on to New York Magazine. As you heard, they hired me to build their whole video program. There was no video. You guys know New York Magazine, Vulture, and the Cut, and all those places? So they hired me to build their video program from scratch because they didn't have any video at all. Um, so we did that. We built their video program from scratch across all of these verticals. It was super cool. Uh, then I moved on briefly to Rodale, which is Men's Health, Women's Health, Runner's World, Prevention. I was running all of their video until they sold the company. Uh, and then I, uh, I worked at Now This. Uh, I built three new lifestyle channels at Now This and those teams. Now This Money, Now This Sports, and Now This Food. You guys know Now This? Yeah. Yeah, so I built Now This Money, Now This Food, and Now This Sports. Um, and now it's cool. And now I'm here. And I started my own company, basically. Uh, oh, I always like to include this side just basically to brag about my experience. Uh, <laughs> I, this is just like the most fun time of my career was when I was working in New York Magazine and I was running video for Vulture and I'm like a super geek, like a super, super geek. And I, I had teams and I delegated and everything, but when it came to like interviewing movie stars, I always stepped in and said, I'm going to handle this interview. 
So I'm really sort of super stoked that I got to interview people like all these awesome folks. Um, you should buy me a drink later and ask me how I turned my interview with Mark Hamill into like some super viral YouTube videos. Uh, he just basically mouth vomited Star Wars stuff, and I was like, content. <laughs> okay, so that for some reason I started my own company, Guide Social. We do YouTube advertising and uh, viral brand awareness campaigns. Okay, so let's get into the value that you came here for, right? So what is social video? Just to be clear about what we're talking about here, I want to make sure that we're all clear about what we're talking about. It's native video uploaded to a social media platform that is uh, that that feeds out in a newsfeed-like algorithm. So I'm not going to talk about YouTube. I could, and the system that I'm going to teach you, the Hero system, does apply to YouTube. However, it's just different, and I only have 45 minutes, so we're going to stick to. Uh, all the algorithm-based newsfeed platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, what am I forgetting? Pinterest, super cool. Okay, so here's the core question. How do I create consistent video for social media platforms that I know will always have the opportunity to go viral? Going viral is not a strategy. Going viral is not a video strategy. When I was in the publishing world, I saw a lot of our competitors investing millions of dollars. Am I shouting? Investing millions of dollars. Follow me. I'm going to preach. Millions and millions of dollars, like New York Times did, for example, in these gigantic video programs. They'd make two or three videos a week, and they would invest like $10,000 in each video, because it had to be freaking awesome, right? And what do you think happened? You make two videos a week, you're not throwing enough stuff up on the wall to see what sticks, and after a while, the execs are just sort of like, uh, we're just losing money on this drone player. And that's kind of what happened, like, a lot of times. It happened in the New York Times, I think, in two cycles, and I saw it over and over and over again. So the core question is, how do we create a video program and a video strategy within our companies to be able to create consistent video that's low resource and high percentage of results without needing everything to tear the internet to shreds, right? So that's the core question. That's really the core question that the hero system solves. This is a stock photo. When I chose that stock photo, I was like, this dude looks like me. I don't want everybody to think I'm just trying to be a version of Superman, but maybe I can be your maybe I can be your hero tonight. Uh, the hero system. It kind of looks like even glasses. I usually wear glasses. Uh, so this is this is the answer. You follow the hero system, and you will win. Right? If you follow the hero system, you will win because you will not need to invest massive amounts of resource in your video strategy. You will just need to have killer editorial. The hero system. So the whole point of the hero system is virality optimized video that's both intensely value aligned and masterfully shareable. <laughs> so we always talk about what is your currency with video? Is it views? I don't think so. For me, it's shares. Shares are my currency. Shares are my goal. So I'm out there trying to get shares, not views. Shares lead to views, but shares imply a psychological principle that is much
someone's engagement with your brand than a view. A view on Facebook is three seconds. You know, a view is like I'm scrolling through my feed and my kid distracts me and uh, all of a sudden the video is five minutes in and good, I'm a view all of a sudden, right? But a share, that's engagement. And share, sharing is how things go viral. A share, we get a share, we get a share, we get seven shares, we get 14 shares, we get 25 shares, we get 700 shares, we get 7,000 shares, and all of a sudden you've gone viral. Okay, so we're gonna go and we're gonna break down each one of the principles of the hero system. But H is for hook, so this is the first three to five seconds of your video. We'll get into that. E is my favorite word, which is empathy. Love the word empathy. We're going to get into that hardcore. I have a book coming out. Empathy is in the title. I'm obsessed with the term empathy. I think the reason why anybody clicks on anything on the internet, this goes for ads too. By the way, this is organic strategy, I guess, but it all applies to ads. Any video ad that you create needs to follow this system. This is not different, right? So if you're a digital advertiser and you're just using this stuff through paid traffic, same deal, right? Because you're still marketing to people. Just because it's paid doesn't mean that it changes that you're marketing to people. So empathy, we'll get into that. The R is for response, specifically emotional response, and the O is for over-deliver. And this means uh, massive value bond, and how you actually have a massive value bond instead of a, okay, thanks for that little tip. I'm gonna do something else now. Okay, so the hook. So again, the hook is the first three to five seconds. It is massively important. Why do you think that the first three to five seconds of the video is so important? Yeah, there's not a lot of attention. I heard, I heard the word stop, which is good. All I want to do is stop thumbs. I'm all about stopping thumbs. If I can stop thumbs, I've won, right? Because this is what I'm doing on my phone and I've got to stop thumbs. So the hook is extremely important, and this is why I'm very specific about the fact that we're creating video that, uh, that is in these new, that, that's in algorithms that are based on the news feed, because these are sort of scrollable platforms, you're getting a lot of like stuff thrown at you as you move your way through these platforms, the algorithm is giving you more relevant information, and you just like are desperately trying to scream out to stop and check me out, right? So this is why the strategy is a little bit different. And one of these days, or in my book, or wherever, I'll tell you how to do this on YouTube. It's just slightly different, but you need to hook on YouTube as well. The first three to five seconds is crucial, right? So first of all, to get into this a little bit more, it's more than just stopping thumbs, right? I mean, it is stopping thumbs, but it's more than just stopping thumbs. The thing with the hook, this is why hook is so important. A lot of us think about our content, and we think about how to sell our content. When you're making content, like Paul was talking about, super useful content at the top of the funnel to build trust, boom, like everybody just wants value. Just go out and give value to the world and it'll give back to you, right? So, but, but what does your promise of value look like? It's one thing to make a beautiful piece of content, but it's another thing to get people to click on a beautiful piece of content. It's actually a form of marketing, right? You're marketing everything you put out there. Even, I mean, when you're, when you're doing organic social media, you're trying to get people into that thing. And here's the thing, here's the psychology, right? Our brain is super complicated, but it's also super simple. There is a part of our brain that is thinking about stuff intentionally, that's our conscious mind. Our conscious mind is in charge of making the decisions about, do I want a ham sandwich or a turkey sandwich? 
So that's the conscious mind at work, right? And then there's the subconscious mind, right? The unconscious mind, which is making our cells like constantly move and change and die and be reborn and our heart beats and blood flows through our veins and we feel emotions and our face gets red and we get nervous. All of that stuff is the stuff of the subconscious. Your intellectual mind is, do you think it's slower or faster than the unconscious, subconscious mind. Slower, right? Look how long it took me to choose between ham and turkey, right? And so when I'm scrolling through my newsfeed, do I have time to make these people choose between ham and turkey? I don't have time. I have to get right to the unconscious mind, right? I have to get right to the subconscious. So I have to do things that appeal to their senses, right? Mostly their eyeballs. <laughs> but into their eyeballs is not enough. I have to get into their eyeballs and then push through their heart. I have to get into emotion. I have to get into the space of emotion. I have to make people feel something. That's what the hook does. You're scrolling through your newsfeed, you feel something, an emotion. It can be excitement, it can be fear, it can be love, whatever it is. You probably can't even put your finger on it because you only have a nanosecond to make a decision about whether you're going to stick around for the next seven seconds of this content or not, but you feel something. Okay, so how do you do that from a tactical perspective? So strong visuals are the best option, and I realize that's super hard. Not everybody's going to have these visuals handed to them of body paint artists that are meant to look like frogs. If you're trying to go with a visual hook, make it as inventive and crazy as possible so that you're really always thinking about your hook when you're doing it, and you should totally experiment with it. That being said, it's going to overwhelm you if I tell you you have to have that, and the answer is you do not have to have that, 100%. The other thing that you can have to blow people away and stop their thumbs in the feed is a killer headline. A killer headline. Put the text right on the screen, right? And it's big and bold. Never put a video on social media, except for YouTube, which again, we're not really talking about. Never put a video on social media that's not square or four by five or vertical, right? Don't put 16 by nine stuff in feed unless you absolutely have to. Like, it's just like stuff of DSLR magic. And it was shot with such cinematographic, which may or may not be a word, you know, uh, artistry that it must be in 16 by 9. You want it to be one by one. The stats are clear. Videos, videos that are in square or vertical get at least 100 or 200% more engagement. Because why? Does anybody know why? Yeah, they just take up more real estate. Like, my, my phone is this big, and a square video takes up this much space, and a, and a 16 by 9 video takes up this much space. It's just, when you're trying to be a thumb stopper, it's just a huge tactic that you can have. So you gotta create a great headline. Now how do you create a great headline? We're gonna get into it, but it's empathy, right? It's empathy. Um, so, uh, and, and, and you're teasing correctly, right? So I have another system that I teach that we don't have time to get into here. It's called the seed system, and it helps you create great headlines and decide what to make. And just quickly, it stands for Specificity, Empathy, Emotion, and Deliver, SEED. And what you, all you need to remember for this, for the purposes of this discussion, I can, you can email me and I'll tell you about SEED some other time, uh, is specificity is super key. You need to set ex 
expectations super clear in the headline for what people are going to get in that content because they'll be much more likely to watch, right? Or click, works for blogs too. Specificity, it's very specific. I know exactly what I'm going to get on the other side of my click in the next five to 10 seconds, in the next 10 to 15 seconds, right? So that's how you create a great headline. If you mix that with empathy, which I'll go over in the next section, uh, you're gonna win a lot. You get really good at specificity, and you get really good at empathy. That's how you create great, great headlines. That's how you decide what content to create in the first place. Okay, so hook in practice. So we saw this one, right? So this is an example of a visual hook, obviously. It blows you away right off the bat. How many of you thought it was a frog? Anybody think it was a frog? I know I thought it was a frog. How many knew it was body panelists? You've seen it, yeah, because it went viral. Social proof. Right. And then we decided to say this is not a frog, right? So that's an example of a visual hook. Uh, Here's, here, here's the best thing to remember about that. Obviously, experiment with visual hooks if you can, because it's super useful. Uh, but if you do have great visuals and you're trying to decide, what should I use in my hook? Like, I've got all these great things, right? And if you think hard and you're creative, you all can shoot stuff on your iPhone that can be visual hooks. Just gotta think about it, right? Like, what will stop people in their feet? Uh, but the answer to that question, like, what should I do, is always, what is the absolute best footage? So the idea of save the best for last is total garbage compared in, in the hero system. Take all, all that you know about building up to a climax and putting your best big bang ending at the end, flip it, reverse it, put all the big stuff, the big, great, amazing stuff at the top and move it through, right? Why? They're never going to see the end. Have you guys ever looked at a Facebook video engagement graph? Even the best videos look like this. <laughs> right? It happens all the time. Sometimes better videos go like this. But you know, it's usually like 10%, which is why there are some gurus out there that are like, you got to put that arrow at the end of your video that says share this. And they'll share it. It's apparently, I'm like Keanu Reeves and like all these things.
in, in Business Insider's case, their core audience uh, are people that are interested in uh, their careers, they're very job-oriented, they're very money-oriented, they very often, they, they would eat, eat up content like this, how to optimize your resume type content. And so, this is probably a blog post that blew up, they decided to make it into a video, I think I made another version of it when I was in Business Insider like eight years ago, and I just read it, always iterate on the stuff that works, side note. It's always okay to make more than one version of a video because in social media, like things are just gone. It's ephemeral, it's like theater. It's just there and gone. Just do it again. Uh, so headline hook, right? So what was the, did anybody remember what the headline is? Because I'm never going to pause. You never put these things on your resume. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot, it's all different. You guys are all saying something different. It was like, it was like don't make these seven resume mistakes or something like that, right? So is it, is it specific? Yeah, seven resume mistakes. Don't make them, right? Empathy? Totally, I emotionally identify with this like crazy, right? Because this is making me future cast to an emotional time and space in the future where somebody has seen my resume and called me and I feel something, right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> emotion, does it make me feel emotion? Yeah, because it makes me feel that future already. Once I have this information, I'll be able to get a job, and getting that job is going to lead to money, and getting that money is going to lead to freedom, and I love this, and all of this happens in a nanosecond, right, while you're reading the headline, right? It's not the intellectual mind processing it, it's the subconscious mind processing it, yeah, right? Uh, so that's an example of how to do it. You can all, every single person in this room works at a company, I guess, unless there's someone who like people looking for jobs in marketing, and then you can do this too, you can market yourself this way. But every single company, B2B, B2C, whatever you are, you can create content for your avatar about the things that your avatar is interested in, hint, hint, doesn't have to be about your product or service, hint, hint, shouldn't be about your product or service for a bit, and give them value bombs over and over and over again with videos like this that don't need crazy visuals, they just deliver massive amounts of value and have killer headlines that stop thumbs, right? Because it's content that is perfectly tailored for them, it's built for them. Empathy, <laughs> empathy, what does that empathy mean? It means how someone else feels, sort of. Yeah, it's feeling in yourself what you have felt in others. Or feeling in others, more specifically, feeling in others what you felt in yourself. It's not just an identification. A lot of people will say, well, you gotta make your video content relatable. <laughs> yeah, Keanu, you're kind of right. <laughs> really, more than relatable, it's got to be empathetic. You need to make them feel something, right? It's not just that everybody ties their shoes. It's everybody gets frustrated tying their shoes. Oh, that's an emotion. Right? That's where the emotion is, right? So you make people feel something. It's emotional identification. And it's the only reason that anybody ever clicks on or watches anything on the internet. If you're ever creating a piece of content, whether it's a blog, a meme, a video, whatever it is, there needs to be emotional identification at its core. Now, I don't mean tears here. It can be seven hacks. To, uh, that, that women with curly hair can use to straighten their hair or something, and it can still have empathy and emotion tied to it, right? Because I'm sure that some women with curly hair feel that they have frustrations trying to straighten their hair, and I just really need this content. <laughs> Maybe I'll spend five minutes in the bathroom instead of 20, and that would really change my life. I don't really know what 
through. You're probably like, Matt, you're an idiot. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, emotional identification, feeling in yourself what you see or feel in others, and how does this apply uh, to content, what I just got into, it's holding a mirror. Show people a mirror, and they'll show you a click. Show them a mirror, they'll watch your video, right? They want to see themselves. So show them themselves. All the ugly bits. <laughs> and the not ugly bits. Empathy and practice. Uh, you may disagree with me on this. You also may be wrong. <laughs> every piece of content, every single piece of content, no matter how raw or how basic that content is, can spur massive feelings of empathy. If it doesn't, do a different piece of content. Stop wasting your time. Show them a mirror. Right? Every single solitary piece of content. People want to see themselves, and that is what they will share. And it doesn't take much time. It doesn't take much time for them to make this decision. Empathy breeds empathy. I feel something which makes me feel empathy. That feeling of empathy gets right to my heart and my bones and my guts like super fast, and then I want to share it. Why do I want to share it? Because I want other people to feel that empathy too. And, I, and I'm the one that showed them, that, that gave them something to feel. I really emotionally identify with this. I want other people to emotionally identify with this. Because then they'll know status, everything always comes down to status, then they'll know that I am the person that helped them emotionally identify with something in their lives. And I have just done something good today, right? And then that breeds another person that feels emotional and empathy, and they want to pass it on something that's that somebody else wants to pass somebody else wants to pass it on And all of a sudden, we're all emotionally identified. It's a big love fast, and the internet goes crazy, and all of a sudden, there's 135 million views on a video just because everybody wanted to see a mirror, right? Have you guys seen this? Okay. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to watch the whole thing, uh, but this is, I think, the best version of empathy. For the San Jose Police Department from 1995. Examples I've seen. I showed up to a place I'd never been, and there was a guy with a drafting board. We couldn't see them, they couldn't see us. Tell me about your hair. I didn't know what he was doing, but then I could tell after several questions that he was drawing me. Tell me about your chin. It kind of intrudes a little bit, hmm. especially when I smile. Your jaw? My mom told me I had a big jaw. What would be your most prominent feature? Kind of have a fat, rounder face. The older I've gotten, the more freckles I've gotten. I'd say I have a pretty big forehead. Once I get a sketch, I say thank you very much, and then they leave. Don't see All I had been told before the sketch was to get friendly with this other woman, Chloe. Today I'm going to ask you some questions about a person you met earlier, and I'm going to ask you some general questions about their face. She was thin, so you could see her cheekbones. And her chin, it was a nice, thin chin. She had nice eyes. They lit up when she spoke. She had blue eyes, very nice blue eyes. 
not passively watching that video and then walking away. We want to share that content. And once I'm done getting through the hero system, I'm going to briefly uh, throw in a little bonus here where I show you how to script these videos uh, effectively. But uh, we want videos that people will have an emotional response to. So what does it mean in practice? Empathy does a lot of this work for you. So if you've got that mirror and you focused on, not on thinking, not on logic, not on things, not on stuff, not on material objects, but you focused on emotion, you focused on mirrors, you haven't focused on sympathy, you focused on emotional identification and empathy, that does a lot of the work for you, right? Because people identify with it. A humor and perspective are good tactics to get there. As Paul was saying, though, if you're trying to make something funny, uh, don't, don't try. I'm just kidding. But, you know, it's hard. It's harder than you think. Uh, and perspective. And storytelling. Why is storytelling so effective? What?
And deep in my core, I knew it was time to stop looking for more until I could look through all my fear and look into a mirror and see clearly that the man looking back at me was the only one who can make me happy, and I am already enough. special or unique than you. That is why I'm here to speak to you. You are already enough. And when you start to see that, you will start to be that. Your world will get brighter, your load will get lighter, and you can see that with life. You can be a lover, not a fighter. And that life, you deserve it. Because you are worth it. And there is no point in letting yourself keep forgetting because no matter what you say or do, you are and so today, I hope I leave you with a direction correction away from the flaws you see in your reflection. They aren't flaws to me, they are simply protection against all the doubts you have of your reflection. So start today. Take a good, long look in the mirror and say, I am who I've been looking for. Over deliver on value. 
Because the last thing that I would want you to do is start being like, Matt taught me how to do a headline. Now I'm really good at headlines. So we're getting them to watch, and then it's just really underwhelming. <laughs> right? That's not what we want to do. So don't just tease, deliver. And it doesn't necessarily mean longer videos. No way. Not longer videos. Right? It just means a little extra layer of information just to show that you care. People will see that. People will see that. Show them just this one thing you've never seen before. There's nothing new under the sun, right? Everybody's done these, all these stories before, right? How are you going to make your little mark on this tiny piece of editorial content? Go to the extra mile. So, hook, empathy, response, or deliver. Okay? I'll take questions at the end of this stuff. Okay, so let's go through scripting. So, this is my methodology. I should put an acronym on it. It doesn't have an acronym. It's just my social media video. Social Media video scripting formula. <laughs> SM. Okay, the formula. Uh, headline or hookshot, right? Hookshot is what we use to describe uh, blow you away visuals right off the top. So if you have one of these blow you away visuals somehow, then uh, they can have it right off the top. Now, it doesn't always necessarily mean that these be body paint artists that look like a frog. Sometimes, sometimes, you can take empathy and get it married to cool visuals, and it'll really be a nice hookshot, right? Like, if you, if you have, if, if there is, if your avatar has emotional resonance with one specific visual cue, and that is the first thing in the video, it's worth experimenting with, right? Makes a lot of sense, right? Then you have the most shareable piece of information. Now, I don't know, you know, I mean, this is, this is broad, right? But the goal here, just like I said, take the save the best for last formula, do a 180 with it, start, I got louder, take the, uh, <laughs> put the, uh, the best stuff at the beginning, right? And taper your way down, right? People that are going to share your, this is the whole, this is the whole thing with this, is that people that are going to share, remember, shares are a currency, right? So people that are going to share this video are going to share this video in the first 10 to 20 seconds, not at the end, right? They're not going to wait. They're a one-minute video. So the most shareable information goes second. So this is very important because a lot of times when I'll be training people to write these scripts, they'll go in to write these scripts, and the second thing that they'll say, so let's, uh, you know, like, let's say it's like uh, a story about I don't know, the, the, the biggest balloon in the world was popped in Prague or something. I don't know where I come up with stuff. <laughs> so the headline is like, the biggest balloon ever was popped in Prague. And then the second one will, and, and then the second thing that they'll do is just because it's natural with, with storytelling, the way we think about things and from writing blogs and everything, it'll be like, Johnny Rittenhouse did it. And it's like, that's not shareable at all, right? Like, I don't know who Johnny Rittenhouse is, I have no interest. We're just so used to framing things up front and then getting people into the meat and slowly unraveling the layers of this story. That's not what we're doing here, right? We're just putting the most, you know, in prop. It was 700 feet wide. Uh, it was filled with jello, I don't know, whatever. So, so that's the, the, the second most shareable piece of information, right? Giant, you would totally watch that video. I would watch that video. It's probably like goes against the laws of physics, but <laughs> okay, that's the second most shareable piece of information. Then you can get into your body of information. 
then you always need to, since they own the, the, the own the Eurosystems over deliver, then you get into your extra layer of value. Making sure that you put this in context, you look forward to the next thing, right? Uh, whatever it is. You can look at the historical significance. You can say that there's only five other people in the world that are doing it, or whatever it is. So, uh, headliner headshot, the best video you have, or the most alluring, empathetic headline you can muster, right? Just like the H, just like we did earlier, with the most shareable information. Don't bury the lead. Your best stuff goes here. Keep up the good stuff. The second most shareable piece of information. Then you go into your details, and then you over-deliver on your content promises, right? So this is what it looks like in practice. This is actually an ad uh, that I wrote for one of our clients. When uh, we were mostly actually doing, at the time we were doing Facebook advertising for them. Uh, so this was a top of funnel, uh, actually optimized for purchase conversions. This is a top of funnel video for a client that we still have. They have a, uh, this is America, so y'all probably don't know much about cricket. I certainly didn't before I took on this client. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's like a pitching machine. You know, like in baseball, there's pitching machines. She's the pitch. It's basically that for cricket. It's the first one ever that's not electric. And so this is how we structured this, right? We had pretty good footage that showed it right off the bat, but then we said, okay, this new cricket machine will change the way you play forever. Big tease, big curiosity gap, which is fine, because I'm gonna deliver on that headline. I'm totally empathizing with the cricket audience, right? Because I was love and I'm, I'm feeling something, right? Because as a cricket player, I want to be the best cricket player, right? Requires zero electricity, most shareable piece of information. Whoa! Throws real cricket balls. Whoa! All the other machines throw the yellow dimple balls, right? Super affordable. Whoa! It costs $400 and the competitors cost $3,000, right? This is an ad. But it's following my format, right? Because it works, right? We pumped it with ad spend, we did the targeting right, we, we optimized it for conversions, and this thing went gangbusters. I think it has like 8 million views. It's doing great. And it has contributed to, I don't know, I gotta do the math, but two, it, it has directly resulted in 200 purchases of the product, and it's $450, so you can do the math. It's a lot of money from this video. It took me an hour to make. Okay, so here's the dirty secret. You do not need video training to crush this. You do not. You will not. Say it to yourselves and in your head, you will not leave this room with the limiting belief that you are unable to make video content based on the talk that I just did. <laughs> okay? Programs like Wave and Promodula. Has anybody heard of Wave? Wave is baller. Love Wave. Promo, really good. We pay for Wave. Promo's really good too. I mean, I'm an intermediate level video editor. I'm a really good video editor. I can animate even. Uh, I use it's just so easy to just make these short, easy, fast videos because I'm focusing on the editorial, right? And th this is not to say that there's not a place for deeper content. And certainly, deeper content also needs to follow the hero system, right? It needs to have all these things in place. This is just a strategy so that you can start crushing it now and stop waiting for the $8,000 budget to create one video, right? That may or may not do anything for your business, right? You don't know. 
The technical stuff is not the hard part. The hard part is what I have just taught you. That's the hard part. People don't know that, right? It's not articulated. There's no books on it or anything like that. There will be. Uh, the real mark of social video mastery is not how well you can edit video, it's how well you can rock the editorial. The storytelling. And I just taught you how to do that. Now, of course, you're not all going to be like brilliant writers right off the bat. You have to hone this stuff. You have to work at it. I'm not, I'm not expecting you all to be like the most amazing copywriters. But at the same time, it's not rocket science either. If you can just tap into your own heart and write from that place of empathy, other people will identify with you. So when you create videos like this, you win. Your audience grows like wildfire. Your brand is super, duper strong. People are like, wow, this is a brand that wants to add value to my existence. I like that. That's good. And then, of course, I'm sharing that content so that other people are feeling that way, right? Your influence skyrockets, and uh, your business makes a ton more money, right? Uh, oh, that's the end. Oh, this, this is, a link, this is a link which you can go to to get a bunch of free stuff. So all the slides are at this link. It's a messenger bot, a Facebook messenger bot. Uh, you, get all, you can get all the slides. There's also a blueprint for the hero system there. What else is in there? A script template to show you how to write scripts in that way. I may have also like thrown in a YouTube organic cheat sheet in there, I think. Uh, so check that out. 